Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash FU Karen, where a manager gets upset at her employee because her employee asked to get paid for the work that she did. The title of this post is, My employee wasn't respectful enough after the company messed up her paycheck. I'm not comfortable with one of my new staff members and how overconfident she is. Her work is great and she needs very little training, but she's got very big britches. Jane has only been with us for two months. Just today, she asked for a meeting with me and our payroll manager. It turns out that payroll made an error entering her direct deposit information that resulted in Jane not getting paid, not once, but two times. Our company requires potential candidates to complete sample assignments during the interview process, and we pay them an hourly contractor rate. It turns out that Jane didn't get paid for her assignment period or for her next full pay cycle. The payroll employee apologized directly to Jane in an email because it was their error in entering her information and not following up or fixing it that resulted in Jane not getting paid. Jane was able to show emails back and forth where she checked in with the payroll employee and asked if it was fixed, and they confirmed that it was. Today was payday, and Jane didn't get paid. Jane checked with the payroll employee again, and they acknowledged that they thought that it was fixed. It's upsetting for Jane, I understand, but I think that she was out of line about the whole thing. People make mistakes. Neither payroll nor I knew anything about it until today. We both apologized and assured her the issue would be handled. After that, she looked at me and the payroll manager and said, I appreciate your apology, but I need you both to understand that this can't happen again. This has put me under financial strain, and I can't continue to work for this company if it isn't corrected today. The payroll manager was heavily in agreement, but I was speechless that she would speak to management like that. Payroll handled the whole thing and cut Jane a check with the okay from HR. Jane had referenced that not being paid put her in financial hardship, and she was unable to pay bills. So HR allowed the use of employee hardship funds and gave her $500 in gift cards so she can get groceries, gas, and catch up on bills. I'm just kind of floored that she's getting gift cards after speaking to her superiors like that. I'm also uncomfortable because why is our company responsible for her fiscal irresponsibility? Her personal finances or debts aren't the company's responsibility. I just do not think that it's the company's responsibility to give her more than what she's earned to fix things for her if she overspent or didn't prioritize her bills or save smartly. We also don't know if she's actually experiencing a financial hardship or just claiming that she was. HR gave her paid time off to go to the bank today and deposit her check. I told our HR person that while it's not okay that Jane didn't get paid, the way she approached it was uncalled for. HR told me, but she's right, it can't happen again, and it shouldn't have happened at all. I'm getting tired of the respect gap that I'm seeing with our younger staff. I think Jane would be better suited in a different department. I'm not comfortable having her on my team since it's obvious she doesn't understand she's entry level and not in charge. Should I wait a while before suggesting she transfer to a different department? Yo, what? What? What am I reading? This person typed this out and thought, hmm, yeah, this looks great. I'll go ahead and send send. I'm sure everyone will agree with me on this one. OP, let me put this politely. You're out of your f***ing mind. First of all, where do you get off saying, 
Oh, well, I don't see how Jane's hardship is the company's responsibility. But it is. It literally is because the company's responsibility is to pay Jane for the work that she did. And what makes it so bad is that Jane did everything she was supposed to do. She noticed a problem. She emailed the people. They said they fixed it. They didn't fix it. And then she escalated to the manager and was like, hey, this is really like I need to get paid because I'm here working for you guys. You need to pay me because that's how this whole thing works. And you're getting upset about that? Like, (laughs) what? What? OP, the reason why HR took this so seriously is because Jane could effortlessly sue you. Effortlessly. You can't show up to work and just not get paid. If this keeps happening, Jane could and should go to a lawyer, say, Hello, lawyer. I keep going into work, but they haven't paid me for like three months, and they keep saying they're going to, but they haven't. I'd like to sue them, please. And the lawyer would say, Yes, please. Let's sue them for every penny they're worth. And they would win because, of course they would win. Because that has to happen. Because that has to be a consequence for them not paying you, because otherwise our entire capitalistic society crumbles. And OP, you're getting upset at Jane because Jane had the audacity to say, I appreciate your apology, but I need you both to understand that this can't happen again. But like, she's right. It can't happen again. OP, what did you expect Jane to say? Oh, I'm so sorry to inconvenience you, but if it's not too much trouble, could you please, maybe please pay me some of the money that you're legally required to pay me? And afterwards, if you would like me to lick your boots a little bit, I'd be happy to lick them clean for you because I'm just so grateful for this work opportunity. OP, the one and only thing that I agree about in your entire post is you saying that maybe she should move to a different team. Yeah, I agree. Jane shouldn't work under you. Honestly, no one should work under you because you sound like a repulsive human being. I feel like in most situations, people who are being buttholes are like aware that what they're doing is wrong. But it blows my mind when you can have people who can be so wrong and not even be aware that they're this wrong. I'm going to read a quote that I found online, and it's one of my favorite quotes that I've ever read on the internet, and I feel like this applies to the situation. Sometimes people use the word respect to mean treating someone like a person, and sometimes they use the word respect to mean treating someone like an authority. And sometimes people who are used to being treated like an authority say, if you won't respect me, then I won't respect you. And what they really mean is, if you won't treat me like an authority, then I won't treat you like a person. And they think they're being fair, but they aren't, and it's not okay. OP, you are so obsessed with your own authority that you can't even see that you're not treating Jane like a human being. Honestly, OP, get over yourself. Your authority that you're a manager in a company? Big deal. Who cares? A manager? Oh, excuse me, Mr. Manager. How dare I interrupt your day by begging for some of the money that you owe me? I should lick your boot and kiss your ass and just treat you like God's gift to mankind. Dear Tide Detergent, are you out there? After watching your disgusting commercial with the white lesbian couple and their two black kids, I feel it's safe to say that you just pushed me too far. You see, I'm a white woman with a white husband and white children. Your product does not represent me and my family, so here's where we part ways. I'm sorry, but I feel that a detergent should talk about what it does, what it costs, how it makes the clothes cleaner. I do not need to support a company who clearly cares so little about detergent and more about politics and the... the genocide of my race. 
I do not need to support a company who clearly cares so little about detergent and more about politics and the genocide of my race. Okay. Okay, we're going to have to come back to that one. Or did I take your meaning all wrong? Oh, well, it's too late now, I guess. That was the impression I got. Again, thank you, but no thank you. Me and my family will deterge elsewhere. Can we just take a moment to talk about how this Karen thinks that this is genocide? How on earth is a white lesbian couple adopting black kids equating to the genocide of the white race? How does raising black kids mean that mean white genocide? I'm not <laughs> I'm not a racist guy, so I have trouble getting into the racist mentality. But don't those people think that white genocide is when white people have babies with non-white people? So that would be like a white person, like a white guy and a black girl or an Asian girl having a baby because then their baby isn't full white. I thought that's what they thought genocide was. How is adoption genocide? I don't know. I feel like weird even talking about this because this is so uncomfortable trying to understand how racist things. It just it doesn't make any sense to me because because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> also, down in the comments, I have to read this post by Shriek52. I guess Ty doesn't make her whites white enough. Yeah, genocide? More like genotide. I tried to buy a couple of beers at Kroger this evening. The cashier, who was maybe 22, said that he had to see my ID. I told him, no you don't, I could be your grandfather. To which he responded, it's company policy. I asked, what do you need, my birthday? I gave it to him. He said that he still has to see my ID. I asked why. He said it was company policy. I said, your policy is stupid, son. Bring me your store manager. He went to find his manager, who was maybe a year older than the kid. Both wore face diapers. So maybe I was being robbed, I don't know. Before he could speak, I gave him the rundown and told him that if he didn't want to sell me the beer, I didn't want to buy the other 200 bucks worth of groceries, including frozen items. And I would just leave it all in the belt and try it again tomorrow. What a miracle! He punched me through and stomped off. Before leaving, I told the kid that he should look up the... the Fourth Amendment. He seemed confused. Yeah, me too, dude. He did want me to have a nice day, though. The ten people behind me, not so much. Wait, the Fourth Amendment? Is that the one about you can't have soldiers in your house? Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue. Oh my god. This is the amendment saying that the government can't search you without first supplying a warrant. But the <laughs> but a grocery store isn't the government, dude. The grocery store is a private organization. I know that a lot of my fans listen to my podcast while they're out running errands. What if I told you that while you're listening to my podcast running errands, you could also be earning money? Get Upside is an app that lets you get cash back from locations like gas stations and grocery stores. And Get Upside doesn't give you coupons or points, it gives you cold, hard cash. It's super easy to use. Just download it to your phone, check in at an approved location when you make a purchase, and bam! You could get up to 25 cents per gallon cash back on gas deposited right into your GetUpside account. You can use that cash at Amazon, Starbucks, or just transfer it into your bank account. The average user earns about $150 per year. 
Imagine making over a hundred bucks just by downloading an app. Download the free app, get upside, and use promo code slash to get up to fifty cents cash back per gallon on your first tank. That's promo code slash. Attention satanic socialists. This is the home of a patriotic Christian family. We work hard and we pay taxes. We do not celebrate Satan's Day and we do not give away free candy to lazy entitled freeloaders. There will be no handouts. Welcome to America. If you want candy, get a job and find Jesus. This sign may as well just be a giant neon sign that says, If you're going to TP or egg a house this Halloween, make sure it's this house. Please help. This McDonald's has this dinosaur and they refuse to move it. This is in Tucson, Arizona. Call the manager and demand the removal of this blasphemy. Then, for those of you who are listening but not watching, the Karen includes the picture of this McDonald's. And they've got this honestly really awesome looking T-Rex. It's probably, I'd say, maybe 15, 10 to 15 feet tall. And it looks sweet. It's towering above the stoplight. And it's just looking out over the roads. And it's like a cool T-Rex, man. Like, who doesn't like T-Rexes? You know who loves T-Rexes? Kids. You know who McDonald's really wants to come to their store? Kids. So if I were eight years old and my mommy was driving me around town and I saw a McDonald's with like a life-size T-Rex, I would go ballistic. Mommy, mommy, can we eat there? Please, 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 please. I'm going to be straight with you guys. I'm, I'm a grown man with a wife and a kid. <laughs> and if I were driving around and I saw a McDonald's with a life-size T-Rex, I'd be like, wife, can we eat there? <laughs> please, 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 please. Because it's awesome, man. It's a giant T-Rex. What is, what's this woman's problem? And how is it blasphemy? I have to wonder if this is one of those like religious people that thinks that, um, w- what's the belief? That humans and dinosaurs coexisted at the same time. But wait, how is that even blasphemy? Who is this blaspheming? Oh my God. I was looking to... <laughs> I was looking down through the comments and people were talking about this apparently really famous local dinosaur in Tucson. And despite the fact that a bunch of crazy losers complain about this dinosaur the mcdonald's has not taken it down but even better once the pandemic started they put a giant face mask (laughs) over the t-rex which i'm sure just pissed those people off even more on this next post karen posts an angry message on amazon's facebook page about their delivery driver this is unacceptable a big blue Amazon delivery van pulled up with their windows down, blasting hip-hop on its sound system loud enough that I can hear it in my house. He did not turn it off for another five minutes as he checked his schedule or whatever. It's already bad enough of an intrusion at any time, but near noon on a Sunday? Outrageous and unacceptable. This was about 11.40 a.m., truck number 19, or if not, it ended in the number 19. It was doing its thing on Dearborn Street in Pittsburgh. Next time, I'll get a license plate number and call the police. WTF Amazon, is this who you employ? Wait, hold on. What day is this? This was... This was on a Sunday. So this poor dude is working on the weekend so this Karen can get her essential oils delivered to her house as soon as possible and she's gonna rag him on his music choice? Like, what is Amazon supposed to do? Question one, can you pick up boxes weighing at least 20 pounds? Question two, do you like hip hop? Because if not, then I don't think you're qualified to work here. Also, (laughs) this is getting weirder the more I think about it. She's upset at this guy. Wait, she said middle of the day, right? Yeah, 1140, 1140 a.m. 
but near noon on a Sunday. Like, lady, <laughs> where are these people supposed to deliver their packages? Like, in the middle of the night? They're supposed to, like, put on their ninja shoes and sneak to your front porch at 3 a.m. in the morning, quietly deposit your package, and then ninja flip away to their truck and vanish into the night? God, you can't win with these people. And then, <laughs> let's suppose that Karen got her wish, and that's how Amazon actually started delivering these packages. Amazon, why do I have your delivery driver sneaking around my house like some kind of criminal at 3 a.m. in the morning? This is unacceptable. Posted to the Facebook group, Crochet for Beginners and Beyond. I just need to vent. I'm still very new to crochet, and this is my very first C2C pattern. I gave it as a gift to a coworker on Friday for her baby that's due in January. Today, she left it laying on my desk with a note stating these weren't appropriate colors for my daughter. I am heartbroken and disgusted. Then, OP includes a picture of the blanket, which is just a rainbow pattern. And, yeah, I definitely do understand that rainbow patterns are associated with the LGBT movement. But, like, if you're looking at this blanket, I don't really get the LGBT, like, vibe out of this. Because the LGBT flag is, like, really specific. Yeah, it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. But this blanket has teal and pink, and it has several shades of purple. So it's not an LGBT blanket. It's just a blanket that has some kind of rainbow pattern. Anyways, OP also includes a note. Amy, uh, no. These are not appropriate colors for my daughter. Seriously? Jen. And what's so weird, <laughs> what's so weird about this is that this is for a daughter, and... Little girls historically like unicorns, rainbows, mermaids, anything that's colorful and pretty. So do homophobes really not let their kids enjoy rainbows just because it's also associated with the LGBT movement? Like, what? They're kids. Let kids like rainbows. What's the problem? Attention, there's an older model car parked on our street. Can someone do something about this? I've tried calling the police in the local office to no avail. We pay a lot of money to live in this neighborhood. It's outrageous that we should have to look at cards with such a low Kelly Blue Book value. If you don't know, Waverly Hills is one of the suburbs in like the Arlington area, which is adjacent to Washington, D.C. And Arlington, Virginia, that whole region is like one of the most expensive, like rich areas in all of the United States. We're talking entire streets where every house on that street is like four to six million dollars. I know because I live next to D.C. and it's only like an hour away from me. And what's so weird about people who live in that community is, like, obviously they expect to be able to go out and get coffee or, like, get gas in their car. And what do they expect employees at those establishments to drive? <laughs> is some college kid going to hop into their Porsche, their BMW, and then go work for minimum wage at the local Starbucks? No, they're not. So why be like this Karen and literally get angry that poor people exist? That was r slash fu Karen, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.